Hello there, citizens, and welcome to Half Damage, a Curse of Strahd actual play D&D podcast presented by Crit Chat. Previously, my father has been deceased for quite a while, and my sister, she has a malady. She would rather stop Strahd, but his eyes are always on her. Why? What's his deal? He has taken a liking to my sister. I wish to take her to someplace else. If it means protecting someone from that Strahd guy, I think we kind of have to. Down the street, a very old-looking church. There's a man inside, Donovich. Should he be more sane than last I saw him, he should hopefully Uh, be able to help you. What's that about him being sane? You hear a soft voice within it reciting a prayer. The prayer is blotted out by an inhuman screen that rises up from beneath the wooden floor below you. Excuse us. Why have you come to me? To deliver someone to their final resting place. What can we do so that you will help us? If you can find a way to help my son, please come back and let me know. What is your son's name? His name's Doru. There's a heavy wooden trap door. You can hear someone down there whimpering. Curled up is a man, young of age, but he's rocking backwards and forward. His canine teeth are long and extended. Do you like scones? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, do you have any scones in there? You can hear Poncho climbing the ladder. Fang is uh, maybe gonna pull out her shield and her axe. Father won't feed me! Will you feed me? That's what the scone is for. He crawls forward a little bit more before at one point he just snaps and fucking charges full on at you. Everyone out! All right, running out. Do you know how long I baked those scones for, mister? You're going to sit your butt down and you're going to eat what I give you. He looks very stunned and backs off a couple of paces, looking at you with a weird bit of fear in his eye. Well, I guess that boy's feeling... Sorry for himself right now. (laughs) That was a good one, huh? As we return to our heroes, we see a freeze frame. We see Poncho, curly hair all over the place as his small, gnomish hands are just over the edge of the trap door to the church's basement. Just behind him on the ladder is Camilla, her glasses slightly askew as she turns to warn her friend and business partner to leave one more time. At the base of the ladder stands Fang, her battle axe drawn in front of her, baseball cap perched on the head of the snarling wolf pelt that she wears, ready to fight. But we come to rest on sorry whoops-a-daisy, one hand on her hip, a picnic basket of scones in the crook of her elbow, the other hand holding out a scone with a frowny face, pointing at a cowering vampire spawn by the name of Doru on the damp basement floor. Sorry. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm standing in front of him, and uh, I'm shaking my scone of scorn in his face, and uh, I do a Prita's dictation above myself, so I find my light. And <laughs> and I spotlight myself walking toward him so everyone can see how lovely I'm being. And I'm like, Hello, Doru. I witnessed that y- there's something terrible must have gone on in your life. 
for no one just ignores my scones. Do you know, and I approach him a little bit closer and I'm leaning in, showing him the frowny side of my scone and I'm like, do you know how I got here, bucko? And I point to the scone and I point to my name. And I I go, I know I may come off as the fluffy bit of the party, but I turned dough into scones, sir. And I'm trying to find wherever this camera is. I mean, you're gonna have to, like, if you want to try to find where a camera is, uh, roll me a, um, an investigation, I guess. Can I also try to find a camera just, just to, I just want to know if there are cameras now. This is great. <laughs> um, so you, you are, like, kind of up and, like, mostly out of the, the trap door, Poncho. So mm-hmm. you're more in, like, the upper croft area. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever it's called, the ground floor area. So that is an 18. You do not have a knowledge of what a camera is, to be quite honest with you. If we're being for reals and for truths, sorry, whoopsie-daisy, doesn't really know what a camera is. Is Sorry looking for, like, an audience? Yeah, she's looking, she wants to really make sure that she's connecting with the people at home. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What you do see in this basement is straight, like, you, you didn't notice it when you first went down and now that you see it, you're like, okay, how the fuck did I not see this before? But there's just kind of a raven in the corner in this basement. In a basement where a raven has oh, no reason to ravens. be. There's a raven just kind of sitting in the corner, perched up That's high. very good. Just Perfect. kind of watching. That's all Sari needs. So she's like, she's cheating to the raven while she's giving this speech. To the vampire dude. So she's just like, yes, and do you not understand the severity of which we are here today of all days? And I worked my ass off every day. Do you know how many burnt fingers I've gotten and you deny me my scones? Well, now it's time to pay up, bucko. What's happened to ya? (laughs) And if you'll permit me. I would like to use predistictation to play the Law and Order theme song. <laughs> I will grant you the ability to do whatever my little nightmare instrument is able to do that is close to the Law and Order theme song <laughs> so that my ass don't get sued. And now she's just holding him. Uh, well, she's she's not. She's afraid to hold him by the cuff. So she's trying to make it look like she's holding him from the collar, but she can't. She's trying to use her theater training. To make it look like it's fight choreo. Um, but she's just standing there and she's like winking to the raven. Well, definitely roll me a performance. Yay. Like, holy hell. Uh, that is a 16 plus four plus three. Yeah, you're great. You're fucking dozer. <laughs> like, this is, you don't really get a reaction because like the audience is at home. Um, but you, in your heart, you know, they're just like, oh, damn, this is a, a, a side that we've not seen before of this new character in this, uh, this very good show that we love. Sorry, then spits. And then she looks over to the rest of them and she's like, y'all can take care of this. And she puts her hands in her pockets and she saunters a little away because she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. <laughs> Wait, so what were you asking of him? She was really just trying to sound impressive. <laughs> she- 
<laughs> she doesn't know how the hell to interrogate somebody. She just wanted to freak him the hell out and also figure out why she does why he doesn't eat her scones. That's really why she's really upset. Okay. He denied okay. her her cherry scone. Doru kind of takes a moment um, before nudging at the scone that he left on the floor and looking up at you, sorry, like kind of glancing around at the other people that are in various positions in the room because he's kind of kind of seeing if someone there will maybe save him from the scary scone lady. Uh, <laughs> and after that, he... he Looks in, looks up at you, sorry, and goes, I, I, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I don't, I don't want these things. I, I crave blood. I need it. Sorry, get out of there now. I don't care how intimidating you are. Get out of there now. She still has her hands in her pocket and she's kicking the ground in a very noir fashion. Um, and she goes, Nah, nah, this life didn't choose me. I chose it. Sometimes you have to ask the tough questions. And she approaches him again and she goes, So do you prefer, like, meat pies? Is that better? Because I can see if the DM if I can bring one up for you. <laughs> God damn it! Um, he shakes his head um, before, like, looking down at the floor and just keeps muttering, I need it fresh. I need it fresh. Sorry, hmm. stop offering him food. Just leave. <laughs> she turns around and she looks over at Poncho and she goes, Wait until I get my number two in here. My, my, my... Curly hair like flops in through the trapdoor at the top. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're doing, but yeah. <laughs> Camilla can't see anything at all still. And like, <laughs> is, the, is your light still on? Like, are you still, are you still in your spotlight? Yes, and I'm sharing it a little bit with Alfred, but it's still mainly on me. But it's a so little we've bit. So got on. like some dramatic downlight on the, the, <laughs> the two of you. <laughs> Yeah, you get your shadows under the brows, and we're getting very <laughs> noir here. Yeah. So yeah, the the, the two uh, halflings will now be able to see things in the room. <laughs> um, Camilla's going back down the ladder, and she's grabbing Sorry's arm and trying to pull. But as we've already um, already established, she's not the strongest, and I get the feeling that Sorry doesn't want to move. So I get the feeling I know how this is gonna pan out. I guess uh, strength versus dex. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I got a fifteen. That is a six plus three. <laughs> <laughs> Camilla, you managed to like pull Sorry away a bit. Well, at least so I imagine I'm gonna get her to the ladder, but I'm not sure if I'm gonna get her any further than that. Oh, like you get you get her to like come back at least like from yeah, uh, yeah. from Doro's like immediate like gravity gravity reach. <laughs> While you're pulling me, I'm going, I want to know who brought you down here. Right, Poncho? In between each one of those lines, there's definitely like a yank. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Doro's calling after you going, my father put me down here. He won't let me out. Let me out. Sorry looks over to Fang. If there's one thing I know about vampires, they don't happen on their own free will. Right, buddy? And she shifts the light over to him. (laughs) Or over to her. I'm sorry. Uh, Fang 
Fangs just looked kind of stunned this whole time, half because, like, this isn't how she's dealt with anything in Barovia, and half because Sorry said fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stupid dumb podcast. Oh, God. Uh, and she, she kind of, like, shakes herself out of it. It's like, ah, uh, y- yeah. Now those don't happen. Vampires don't occur naturally in... N- Nature. You're right. Uh, Doru uh, is still, like, looking at the floor and seems weirdly defeated for something that might be able to, like, scritchy-scratch your little eyes out. Yeah, I, I, I guess actually Fang will turn to him and say, like, Yeah, who who turned you, Doru? How'd you get like this? There's, like, a nice little, like, tinkle-tinkle of, like, a memory unfolding. Doru, like, keeps looking at the ground. A year ago. We decided to try and take on the vampire. He took us, the, the, the wizard in the black robes. He took us to the castle, but he took us to our death. It was a slaughter. The vampire. He made me this. He did this to me. And then starts going back to his, like, incontrollable muttering beneath his breath. Who's, who's this? Who's the wizard in the, ba- the black robes? I don't know their name. Um, Fang's gonna nudge Sori and say, "Hey, can I, can I get one of those teacups?" They, oh no, it's it's Camilla that's yeah, got all the I teacups. Got scones. Oh, sorry, Camilla. Yes, sorry. Yeah, sure. Camilla. Sure. Uh, she's gonna walk forward ten feet and uh, put her axe down, or I guess just stow it. Um, and then she's gonna pull out a hand axe uh, and put the cup down on the ground. Uh, and she's just gonna cut her hand open and let some blood drip down into the cup. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice. Oh, yeah. This gotcha. is the face of a DM that, like, knew that that was gonna happen. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to, like, roll damage on myself? Yeah, I fucking suppose. I mean, to, no, actually, you know what? To be fair, you're. it's a controlled environment. It's not like a roll to hit. It's not a roll for how much. Like you, you, you know your own limits. Um, I'd say like take two damage from it. Okay. You slice open your little your little your little hand, and offer it out to a vampire spawn. Yeah. Uh, once it's sort of stopped, I don't know. She'll probably give it like a minute or two, mm-hmm. uh, before wrapping it up in like a rag she has, I am and then never just using that teacup ever again. Sorry. <laughs> Well, it's it's staying down here. I think. I think so too. I think we are down to seven teacups. Go ahead. Uh, one teacup. Uh, and she'll just walk forward and like hold it out to him, and she'll say, "Um, I'm really, I'm really sorry this happened to you. We we can't help you right now, but I mean, I hope, I hope this will help at least a little bit." And she'll put it like put it down on the ground, and then take a couple steps back. Doru looks at it, and like immediately lurches forward, but then, like, with his fingertips, like, a millimeter from the teacup, stops and looks up to Sorry like he's looking for approval. (laughs) Uh, She stands there very much in her light. And she just gives, like, a very patriotic nod, like, of approval with a thumbs up. Immediately, he lurches for it, and, like, it's, it's, well, it's not a blood bath. It's a blood teacup, but it's going all down like his face, and like he swigs it all down in one, and like afterwards starts like sweeping at his skin and trying to like shovel as much in his mouth as he possibly can, all the while muttering "thank you" and is nearly on the verge of tears. 
Would you guys like to make your exit from the nightmare zone? Oh, hell yes. <laughs> um, I, 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 just before I go, so, I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, just as soon as I hear about a wizard in black, um, who, 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 who else, who else knew the, the wizard who uh, where, where 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 did he where did he go do you know what happened i like that this is also shouted down from the oh, trap yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i like to also imagine his like upside down so his like fucking big old fluffy hair <laughs> oh, is just yeah. like all standing up <laughs> uh 20 total uh he he kind of like stops a moment and looks up and goes it is mark maybe is mark i i nod upside down illy and then leave <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm getting out of there at this point. Cool. Everyone's agreed that they're getting out of there. I don't have to fight anyone. I'm going up. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I think before Sari makes her exit, she like has one hand on the ladder and the other hand is like outstretched to him. You've done a great service to us, sir. We will help you at some point in the adventure when we can. If you are a good human. <laughs> As well as a good vampire. Maybe vegetarian. Consider the scones! And she throws two more scones down onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and she leaves. With like a little ray of sparkle. She exits. That spells out, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Consider the scones is definitely going to be on like a tea towel yeah. that we bring out in the merch store. I was just saying, I picked up uh, cross-ditching and I definitely want to do that. Ah! <laughs> uh, but yeah, you you all head out of the basement, crawling up the ladder, um, and out back into the uh, the musty room in which you descended. Uh, now three scones less, one teacup less, and one handful of blood less. What are y'all doing? So we um we we took the the body that needed to be buried, right? Um, uh, yes, that... that's still waiting in in like the church. Um, and the whole the whole deal with that is you'll come back tomorrow morning to uh, tomorrow morning at dawn to bury it. Okay, maybe we should uh go back to Ismark, let him know that this worked, and uh, maybe ask him about this wizard fella. Mm-hmm. You all exit the church and um, head back to um, Ismark's um, manor. Before we get there, I'm just gonna turn to Fang. Is your hand okay? Oh, uh, she'll look at it and just like shrug, like yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. Don't worry about sure? it. It was, it's, it's just a little cut. That was very brave. Um, she just kind of shrugs and like kicks the dirt at her feet a little bit and says, "I don't know. He, he doesn't want to be like that. It's not his fault." You're a good person, Fang. She wipes definitely not tears from her eyes and is like, <laughs> "Shut up. You're a good person." <laughs> Shut up, the both of you. You're both great. Bakers. <laughs> yeah, shut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- shut up. Sorry. You're you're great. You're great too. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> and sorry. I think hurries off along with Poncho because she realizes this isn't our moment. <laughs> God, I just wanted to be. I just really wanted to be involved in that. I mean, I really did too, but it's okay. I tasted fame, and now I want more. You guys head back to uh, Ismark's place. You can't hear the words, but you can hear a muffled yelling behind the door as you, yeah, as you approach. Fang's just gonna bust in. <laughs> I was gonna say, sounds like a are. perception check, but never mind. <laughs> nah, someone might be in trouble. She just, like, runs in and throws the door open. <laughs> she hasn't dealt with doors in, like, a year. Privacy isn't a thing. 
I mean, do definitely roll a strength check to what is a locked door. Just, oh, okay. just for the record, like I, I, I went up to the window and I pressed my face against the window, and then it's just like boom from the left, and I, I, I just watch as he enters. Uh, enters. Yeah. Eight. Ooh. Big old, big old eight. Mm. You're like someone's in trouble. Bam! <laughs> I just flatten myself against the door. I'm just like, what's inside? And then just <laughs> hears like a bang to the left, and then like just a kind of half dazed Fang, like the door. <laughs> Neither Ian nor Fang considered that the door might be locked. <laughs> um, I, if it's okay. Is uh can I can I deduce that the sounds are relatively close to the door that we're hearing the muffles? Uh, I'll give you this instead, Poncho. Um, the the window that you're pressed against, uh, you can see inside uh three figures. One being Ismark, who is um sitting on the chair that you you saw him on before, um, looking very crumpled in on himself. Uh, you can see a woman um, standing over the fire, kind of looking into the flames, just with her, her back to you. And you can see a very angry, red-faced man with face that looks like cracked leather, blonde hair, quaffed above him, yelling at the top of his lungs at this boy. Uh, I cast silence on the angry man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all wish we had that spell? Oh my god. So no sound can be created or within or passed through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point I choose within range. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to the to thunder damage by some weird... Okay. Um, and sound. And creature, creatures are deafened while entirely inside it. You're either gonna catch the woman or uh, Ismark in the sphere as well. Like, either one or the other. All of Which them. One? <laughs> well, never mind. You can get them all. Yes. Um. So yeah. You so you you cast the spell and like the the red faced man. He starts. He he's he's still like yelling, and then like stops and takes a moment and flinches and starts like kind of. You can see testing his voice, and like getting nothing out of it, and then just kind of shrugs and starts yelling again, seemingly in silence. <laughs> I look over at Fang and I'm like. All right, so now I bought us some time. So they can't hear us. We can't hear them. It's a win-win. I'm getting annoyed with all the screaming that's been going on in here, personally. <laughs> now, Fang, do you want to breaky-break that window? And we can be, like, cool, and then I can say a cool word that will surely be a fan favorite, and we'll be liked <laughs> and maybe not die. Fang was definitely getting ready to charge at the door again, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> give, give Sari a thumbs up. And then just does her, like, rage scream as she dives through the window. I'm not going to make you roll for that because, one, I love the imagery of it. And two, it's a window, you know? (laughs) And number three, Um, I love that they can't hear this. I was about to say, it's like shot from the inside. The window smashes in complete silence. And then he bag rolls in and then it goes (laughs) screaming at the the wall. You you crash through the window, Fang. um, Do, like... A cool combat roll on the floor. I don't want to make you roll for that either. I just want you to do a cool combat roll. Um, yeah. And then stand up. So the the woman who was looking into the fire is still just looking into the fire. Um, the screaming man is still just screaming. Is Mark's the only one that's just kind of like, um, hey, maybe, maybe this is weird? <laughs> and has been kind of looking around <laughs> and does see 
a tiny fucking halfling tumble through the window and break it to shreds, and you can vaguely see him mouth, Hi! <laughs> and I point at the door and say it was locked. Camilla looks through the window and just shrugs. By this time, um, the, the, the yelling man has kind of noticed that his son is doing something, um, and looks over where, where Ismark is looking. Uh, and sees you guys. And sees me. <laughs> and, well, so yeah, mostly sees Fang and also the people crowded outside, just like, hey, guys. We definitely, like, lined up next to each other, like, here yeah, yeah. the windowsill. <laughs> in a line. I don't know if we can, like, put our fingers over the ledge. I don't know if the broken glass hinders that, but it were definitely that type of visual, I think. So, um, the man that was yelling turns and starts, like, saying words at you guys and then kind of takes a moment, looks around, and then, like, gets a little light bulb moment and walks forward, still talking. So, like, you can only hear him once he crosses the threshold. And it's just mouthing words, mouthing words. And what the fuck do you think you're doing in my At house? the same time, I snap my fingers to make it look like I just diminished, like, the sound thing. And I'm like, now you can speak because I chose for you to speak, sir. <laughs> And I'm, he can't really see my face. It's like the home improvement. It's just like a little hand <laughs> yeah, waving. Yeah, yeah. Fang's gonna look past this dude uh, and uh, look at Ismark and just point at this guy and say like, hey, is this, is this your dad? Ismark kind of looks at the man and looks back at you. Fang goes, uh, yes, this is my father. Fang's gonna glare up at the dude and be like, well then, show us, show some respect, man. We just got your husband a funeral. Oh, you got my husband a funeral. You know what? It's not your fucking job. That's supposed to be the son of the father that buries the father. But this fucking donkey was going to make a goddamn mess of it anyway and got you muppets to throw him in the goddamn ground like yesterday's risotto. Listen here, Gordon Ramsay. His name is Saryam, bitch. And it is definitely not uh, a fucking anagram of Ramsay. So I'll have you know. <laughs> You're going to bury him tomorrow morning. We didn't bury him yet. We worked it out so you can do the funeral at dawn, like normal styles. Oh, but I'm supposed to be glad that my son won't get off his ass to go to the church because he's too scared of it. Well, no, he can't do it because the guy's crazy. We we went in there and there was, there was screaming and blood and... I, I mean, have you been there recently? He didn't need a scone. <laughs> The fact that he didn't eat a scone, you see something change on this leathery man's face. And he just kind of steps back and takes a moment and goes, what kind of scone? Cherry. Very good cherry. Black, black cherry. The best cherry scones. He gets a far off look in his eyes and goes, there's truly no hope for this boy. (laughs) Oh, I agree with you fully, sir. I think that anyone who rejects sorry scones is past all hope that we can give them. Sorry kind of like holds your hand <laughs> as you say that and just kind of squeezes <laughs> it a little bit and whispers, thank you for that. Yeah, it's late, right? This is, we, have, we, haven't, we haven't slept yet, right? Yeah, you've not slept yeah. yet. It's yeah. getting, this is it's why we're getting, all getting emotional, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's getting pretty late. Uh, you, you know, if you want to be up for dawn, you probably have to go have a little sleepy sleep sometime soon. We've come back to speak to your son for a bit. Um, before we can attend and aid with the burial tomorrow. Is that, do we have your permission to do so? 
He he looks down at the floor still, again, more stunned than he probably should be, uh, and waves his hand and goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We shuffle over to his mouth. <laughs> you guys just climb through <laughs> the window. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They have not invited us in. They have not opened the door. We are definitely climbing awkwardly through the window, yes? yes? <laughs> Little bits of glass just tinkle to the ground, and that's just a thing that's uh, happened. Sorry is doing a total Justin McElroy in the Bim Bam TV show. She's trying to, like, get over <laughs> oh, the yeah. ledge. Yes. And <laughs> all the while being like, like, I understand that you're upset. I would be, oh, and she gets stabbed a little bit by some glass. And she goes, I understand this so, oh, much. But, you know, that's no mean reason to be mean and yell at people. I mean, I don't like ledges. Hi, I'm going to go over there now. Can I assume that I get in just as gracefully? And oh, just... yeah, you got, mm. yeah. like, y'all, y'all got to get in afterwards. <laughs> just kind of assemble. Yeah. Um, I think we go over to Ismark. I think that's where yeah. we were all headed. We'll sit around cool. him in a little circle. How crisscrosses your applesauce? <laughs> can we? Can we all do that? Can we just like sit semicircle around him? You know, yeah, yeah. like so, he's a teacher reading a story. Yeah, yeah. I sure you so can. So Ismark, we have um, met Doru. Uh, do- sorry, uh, you you have to be mistaken. Do- do- Doru died. Oh. oh. I look at every, I look at the guys. I look at you all. I I I, I spend some time looking at you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow! I mean, we didn't mean it. Um, I think Camille clasps her hands and leans forward a little bit and goes, "Um, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news." Are we gonna do this? Do we want to? Do we want? Um. She turns over to Pancho. Pancho, would you like to? <laughs> <laughs> hey Pancho, no, I mean, how about you uh, do this? Uh, can I just I'm gonna avoid this topic. Can I ask you about a wizard? <laughs> <laughs> I mean this is what I'm I'm I mean I'm just this is what I'm thinking. This is what's at the top of my mind at the moment. I mean this this wizard, you know? Uh, there's this black wizard and this guy Daru and they did something. They went up to the castle. Uh Ismark uh nods and and Cab clears his throat. He was a man who came out of nowhere. He said all the right things. He said that we could take on Strahd, but he inevitably led half the village to their death. He disappeared afterwards. We can't tell if he's dead or not, but we can only hope. Hope that he's dead or not dead? I'm... I feel like that was ambiguous. He led so many people to their deaths under the false hope that maybe we could fight this evil once and for all, and he was a liar, so I don't care what befell him, to be frank. Mm. That's not super encouraging. Uh, have you seen all the people around here? They can barely lift a pitchfork, much much less raise real weapons to him. None of us are prepared for something like that. Did he stay anywhere? Do you know if he had a... Did he have a base of operations? A wizardly tower? He came to the town, stayed in the inn that I assume you have taken residence in, at least for the moment, and got us ready for battle, but no, he didn't have a place of his own. He came quite out of nowhere. No, this is very important. 
does he like scones? <laughs> well, he was a madman, it seemed, but he's not an idiot. <laughs> of course he liked scones. Um, I'm going to turn to Sari and just say, I, I think we might have hope here. Uh, Sari nods at, at you, Camilla, and she looks over to Ismark and goes, This is an important follow-up question. Can he be bribed with scones? And what kind? I know that he wore a black robe, maybe <laughs> blackberry scones. Seems on brand. Mm-hmm. Although they're a little bit more purple, but that's okay. I, I know very little about the man. All I know is that he incited something within the villagers. Um, his wants and his needs and his scone preferences are not within my knowledge. I look over at Camilla and I go, Evil doesn't tend to love things that are sweet. It is their greatest downfall, one that I have known for many years. And I look up <laughs> in the distance. Camilla's just nodding behind Sorry. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is the way we tell whether or not he's evil. We get there, we give him a scone. It's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> We've got this figured out now. And we don't even know where there is, but she doesn't care. She's just like, we have a plan now. Can I do a quick history check, if that's okay? Uh-huh. Uh, what are you trying to history? I would like to figure out if if I've read anything about vampires, where if you go for somebody who's been, like, bitten by one, if they're able to help you find or be, like, your search dog. Like, if they have a connection. Okay. That's, uh, 18 plus 4. Like, vampires were never, like, a big thing in, like, your life, so, like, you've not, like, read extensively about them. But from what you do know, there's not, like, any kind of, like, blood tie kind of thing that you're, like, that you're wanting from this situation. Sorry, looks over at Camilla and goes, I got nothing. Camilla's face just falls. Like, we had a plan, we were good, we got this, we were gonna find this guy. Also, I feel like this needs to be no- He did say that it was fucking Strahd that turned this boy. It's not this random mage that's making bad right? Mm. No. Oh. I'm sorry. No, I just, I figured we, like, Strahd knows, seems to know where we are at all times. Oh, right. Okay. We currently don't, I mean, we know he has a castle, but we don't know where Strahd is currently. So that's kind of what I jumped to the conclusion we were doing. That makes more sense. I love you. Also, we already... I think we, have we come to the conclusion prior to this that we're not going for Strahd right this second? Like, we didn't really talk about this. I don't think. I I don't think we can go for him right away. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think so either. So we're going to have to go to another step anyway. So I think, I think Camilla was hoping for, hoping for a step in the right direction and then didn't get one. So now she's trying to come up with one. Yeah. Um, and I think that results in Ismark. I'm I'm gonna deliver that bad news, good news right now. So Doru, I'm just gonna say it in one sentence. Be ready for this. He's a vampire now. Ismark's face immediately falls, and you can see him like clutching his his hands at his sides, and he sighs heavily. I I don't understand. Where where is he? Has has Donovich been keeping him there? I suspect so. And by suspect, I mean... <laughs> we yes. we found him chained up in the basement and <laughs> Donovich was telling us all about how we could save him. <laughs> You're and very <laughs> tactful, Poncho. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, Ismark stands up um, 
and like goes towards the window that you've broken real bad uh, and looks out at the church. Um, <laughs> it's like he's doing his like, it's his pre-written like actor cues, like get gaze out of the window, except that the window's not there the anymore. Not there. Like, <laughs> but he still has to get to his block. Oh yeah, yeah he has to get to his, his, his block. His block. His block is there. He needs to go. Um, and you can, you can see a kind of like steely resolve in his eyes and goes, we can't let him live. He's a danger to us all if he's there. We cannot have a vampire in our midst. They are the spawn of Strahd. We can't have him here. I understand your concern. This is kind of why I was y- uh, <laughs> dancing around this. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little I, I, concerned. Do, I, I do understand. And he is, yes, he's scary. But I think Doru is still in there. And I think he can still help us out here. So I want to know if there's something we can do to help Doru. Make me a persuasion check. Oof, oof. Okay. <clears throat> Got it. I believe in you. <laughs> hey, that's an 18. Yay! Ah, okay. You can see his jaw clench. And he doesn't seem to be moving from the window. Uh, and shakes his head and says... He can live for now, but if you do not find something to save him, these are my people. I cannot have him around them if he is a danger. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, I gave him a good scolding before. So <laughs> she did and was incredible. He was he was scared of sorry. I'm his new mom, kind of. I'll adopt him. <laughs> <laughs> he was really kind. I need to teach him better eating habits. But otherwise, mm. meh. Also, we fed him some blood, so he's probably fine for a while. Oh, good. That sounds fun. Okay. <laughs> the only non-motherly thing that that sorry didn't manage that motherly thing sorry didn't manage to do is use his full name and as many syllables as possible when scolding ah, him. That's and I think the only thing keeping her from doing that was the fact that we don't know his full name. So I think she did a pretty darn good job. I have two moms. They taught me well. He, he looks resigned um, and kind of gives a deep sigh um, and walks over to to the woman that's been w- looking into the, the fire um, and puts a hand on her shoulder. And she, she doesn't seem to flinch. Um, and he sighs heavily and says, I'll think it over, but... It's it's getting late. We should get we should get some rest if we're to bury my father in the morning. Yeah, and you should fix that window because you're gonna get a draft through there. Yeah, I probably <laughs> yeah that was really cool, but that yeah like top top thanks. Oh, yeah, thanks for that. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll get that sorted. I guess. <laughs> I'm like yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten around to the <laughs> mending. I mean, I can I I like clean some of the glass away, but like that's <laughs> that's all I can. <laughs> Like, oh. okay, it's I um, see it. Bye. We're we're level three, so uh, <laughs> we're pretty big deals. <laughs> G- uh, guys, you want to head back to the inn then? Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, nods, but she also kind of like tilts her head over and she goes, "Oh, ma'am, I totally forgot you were here. How pleasant to meet you." Oh, yeah. <laughs> the woman starts turning around before, like, um. You see Ismar give her like a squeeze on the shoulder and says, please, my my sister, she 
she must rest. It's been a trying couple of days for her. We we will speak more tomorrow when, uh, hopefully, if you would after the uh, after the the funeral, help us escort her elsewhere so that she is not being gazed upon by Strahd every waking hour of the day. And if you will remind me. What is your dear sister's name? Uh, you can see her again, kind of like start turning around and goes, Irina, my sister Irina. How might you spell that name? Um, it is I-R-E-E-N-A. Oh, I was so close, Pancho. Listening at home. That was one E off. I was nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> Hello guys, welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat with Ismay. I uh, hope that you're enjoying the episode so far. Uh, I've, I've obviously enjoyed the fuck out of doing it. Like every time that we record these episodes, it is the highlight of my week. Um, so yeah, hope that you enjoy listening to it as much as we re- enjoy recording it. Uh, if you don't know, Half Damage is uh, the spawn of Crit Chat. Crit Chat is the uh, podcast that we all do. Uh, it's a Dungeons and Dragons advice podcast. It, it, it started as an advice podcast. Now it's just us talking bullshit a lot of the time. But there's still some advice in there. Uh, we all met on there um, and decided to do this spinoff podcast because of it. So if you want to listen to D&D advice with these cool, funny chuckle fucks, uh, then you should do that. It's really cool. It's really fun. And I also enjoyed doing the doing that. So it's good. Do, listen to it. We share all of our social media with Cret Chat, so if you want to get in contact with us or keep updated on all of our things over here at Half Damage, uh, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash crit chat, on twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat, and you can give it like a you can put a little like half damage hashtag in there, and that so that we know that you're talking about this ding dang show and not the other ding dang show, you know? Uh, we've also got our Discord. You can find the link to that in the description of wherever you're listening to this. Uh, as with all the other links, you can find all the other links down there as well. Uh, you can find Crit Chat and Half Damage on all pod apps that are out there in the world, I think. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud if you search Half Damage, or you can find us on iTunes if you search Half Damage under podcasts. Uh, it would help us out a whole heck ton. I said heck, that's weird. Uh, if you were to give us a review over on iTunes, and uh, you give us like a five-star rating because it's a great five-star show, uh, and give us a, like a little, just like a little review. You don't have to give us a little review, but it's funny and it warms my heart. Um, also, uh, you can find us over on Patreon if you want to help us out a little if, with, with your cash dollar. Uh, patreon.com forward slash CritChat. You get uh, little rewards at any level that you subscribe on. You get cool rewards the later on that you subscribe. Um, but yeah, for even just like a dollar a month, you get some really cool, nice things. And it's not that much money, and it helps us out a whole heck ton. Again, with the heck ton. Um, so far, it's just being used to cover uh, expenses of putting the podcast out there. Uh, but later we'll hopefully be used to, you know, to kick in a little to help people get some better recording equipment so that they can, their their voices sound better in your ear holes. Um, also, uh, the more people that sign up, the cooler the rewards that we'll be able to offer. Uh, if we get enough people signing up and helping out, uh, I hope that we can get some little, I don't know, like, crit chat and half damage, like, like badges that we can send out to people when they get to a certain level. That would be cool. People wearing little like half damage badges. That would be super cute, huh? Oh, it'd be super cute. Oh no, I'm thinking about it too much and I love it too much. So yeah, go help out there and that might become a thing in the future. That would be awesome. 
Also, if you stick around to the end, you're going to see some new um, audience interaction things that we're going to be working with. I am so hyped for this idea. As the soon as soon as it, like, it popped into my little brain hole, I became obsessed with it. Uh, we'll talk about it more in future middle of the podcast break chats. Um, but you'll get the gist of what you can do and how you can get a little mention in the show. In the, you'll become, here's the thing, you'll become in the story, in the actual fiction, you would exist. That's radical. Anyway, listen to the end to figure that out and yeah, I'll let you get to the end. I'll get you back to the episode. Love y'all. Bye-bye. So yeah, you, you, you head back to the Blood of the Vine Tavern, um... It's the the regular crowd all up in there. Actually, it's pretty late, so it, it's just the bartender still polishing that same glass that you're pretty sure he's never put down. I, I give him a nasty glare as I walk past. <laughs> so annoyed at him. Does not notice. Um, and yeah, you'll go upstairs and head into your rooms. As you're kind of like settling down, but maybe like 10 minutes afterwards, you hear the familiar ring of the bell. And outside the windows seems to grow a little brighter. After, like, you, you hear, like, movement and shuffling. Um, and after, like, another ten minutes... Uh, well, Poncha, you'd kind of got the room that was, like... Like, the kind of first one on the right, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you get you get a knock on your door. Um, though all of you can hear it. Um, and there is the voice of the, the bartender from before. I goes, uh, if you guys are wanting, we've got craft services downstairs. If you're looking for something to eat, uh, everyone's going to be there. Uh, you can take and go back to your rooms if you want. You can stay and chat. Uh, whatever's best for you. Oh, I'll my see, see God. Thank, on- oh, thank you, God. Oh, <laughs> I open the door and I get downstairs. Uh, are we on a break or will this be... Scene. Oh, we're on a break. Don't you worry about it. Th- this is not my uh, character voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could tell that, but I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah, come down. Get some warm food in your belly. I would like to try to spot Dory around because I want to know what he sounds like when he's not a vampire. <laughs> uh, are you all heading down? Oh, yeah. Sure. You all leave to the main square that lies outside of the Blood of the Vine Tavern. The village of Barovia has completely transformed. The streetlights have a warm golden light to them, and all of the humans gather, still looking gaunt and ashen, but now chatting and laughing. Swarming around two large tables filled with food and piling up their plates. I think we should let Poncho get his chips. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's been long enough. I sprint to the, uh, the chip display. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the chip display is vast. <laughs> Actually, ooh. yeah, no, fuck it. Yeah, when you when you get to where the chip display is, you see like a big vat of chips, and then kind of like to the side, you see one which has got like a little a little sign next to it, which has like written in script the name Poncho, and it mm. just it's just like a little separate one on its own. Nice. I feel so <laughs> catered for. <laughs> 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 yeah, you got a big plate of chips now. Can I see Doru anywhere? Uh, give me a perception. Uh, f- 12. 12. Um, you cannot see him around. But can I see Donovan? Mm, you do not see him either, no. Uh, I would like to, while the others are doing their stuff, I'd like to, I wander over with my plate of chips to the, uh, the church chapel. <laughs> Okay, uh, cool. And I want to poke my head down the trapdoor. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, what are you guys doing? I think Camilla's first instinct would be to try to try to recap everything. 
with Sari and Fang and try to figure out what they're doing next, especially because they're in this kind of surreal in-between right now, where everybody's just cooperating with each other and no one's going to try to attack them. Also, um, Ispe, how, how late is it? For your, uh, allotted time of sleep, uh, to get your full rest, you probably have to go to bed pretty soon, but, like, you've got enough time to eat, have, like, a small chat, and then, uh, go to bed. So, I think Camilla's gonna go try to find Fang, specifically. Uh, um, Fang is not hard to find. She, like, comes downstairs with y'all and is very uncomfortable with this, so is trying to stick close to people she knows. Fang, you've been here a lot longer than we have. Has, have you ever seen everyone congregate like this before? Have you been able to speak to anyone in this particular capacity before? Uh, Fang shakes her head and she says, No, I, I, I lived in, like, the woods. I lived in the wilderness. I, I avoided the towns because I thought... I mean, I came through this place once and it was while they weren't on break. So I didn't really want to stay here very long and then... You know, I, I just never came back. I, I I had no idea this was like this. I'm and she she I'm gonna I think Fang just has like a giant turkey leg in her hand this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um she's like, if I'd known I could have just come to town and you know, ate real food and stuff. You know, I would have done that instead of hunting wolves and hiding in roots and caves. That sucked. And she just takes a big bite out of turkey leg. How do you think we should go about this? I mean, we've got the the few we've got the burial in the morning, but I I want to go home, Fang. I really want to go home, and I never wanted to kill anybody. Fang's shoulders kind of droop a little, and she says, uh, "I I I want to go home too, but trust me, I've I've tried so many different ways to get out of here. This is the first concrete thing." That I've been given. Um, Sari walks up behind Camilla, and I think she's like, she looks a little bit more sober than she's been while the cameras have been on. And she kind of like <laughs> pats her hand on Camilla's back. And I think she's kind of lost like a little bit of the performance spirit because it's been such a long day. And she's like, maybe we won't have to kill anybody. Maybe if they like us enough. We'll only really have to worry about, like, Strahd. That's a possibility, right? Camilla takes a really deep, like, belly breath, like, I'm gonna go see what's at the vegetarian table. And she walks away. Sari's hand is still, like, where it was when she was patting your back, and she slowly lets it, like, go to her side. This hurts my heart. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Poncho, what are you doing? I just want to quietly, I'm not like sneaking, but I'm just going to quietly yeah. like walk in and see if I can see Doro downstairs. I want to find out if he's still chained up, if he is perhaps still vampiric. Uh, so you, you walk in and you, you can hear some like muttering over in like the actual, um, the actual like churchy area of the church, you know, I never went to church. <laughs> you, you go to the undercroft and like open up the thing. And you see in there, uh, Doru, who, uh, doesn't have- Oh, no, no, he's still got- he's still got his, um, his chain on. Um, uh, but he's just kind of, like, sitting at a little table. Um, but there's also someone else down there with him. Um, it's a kind of young- young man who is next to the- the three scones that lie scattered on the ground. And is 
kind of he, he, like you can't really see what what he's doing from your position um but he's just kind of like working with something in his hands um while Doro sits at a table and is quaffing a goblet and like looks up as you come in and goes oh hello there fine sir good to see you <laughs> that was a snap decision huh <laughs> a decision was made is the liquid red the liquid is red oh. What could it be? Um, <laughs> hi, hi there. Uh, is it um? Is it still Doru? Oh yes. Uh, my name is still Doru. Most people around here take their original names down into uh, <laughs> into Barovia. <laughs> yeah. I guess that helps with immersion. I guess yeah. I, oh, it certainly does. <laughs> Why have I done that? You're just James from Pokemon, <laughs> now, and I love it. I um I slide down the ladder, which is. It looks more awkward than I was hoping it would do, but uh And uh who 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 might you be? Who The 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 guy on the floor kind of like is a bit startled, um, and like glances around a bit nervously and goes, I'm Kyle <laughs> <laughs> Kyle. Hmm. <laughs> Making a lot of choices. <laughs> Are you like an understudy or something? I I uh, I props and he like <laughs> holds up in his hand like a um what what he's working on which you can see now is a kind of like mock-up of one of the scones that's on the ground he's like he's he's formed it and now he's lovingly painting parts onto it to make it as like near to the real thing as possible uh. that's copyright infringement <laughs> yeah, <fuck you. laughs> i would love the court in this world who's just like i need to tell you something you stole this scone's likeness and uh <laughs> if it was the scone of scorn that would be another matter entirely but like oof. that's got a copyright symbol symbol every time <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, tm yeah. tm 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 Wow, props! I love that's that sounds that sounds interesting. Are you uh, so you're making you're making muffins? Cool. Uh, uh. You hear like it's not like the the bells from before. It's more like, and uh, you you see the um, the guy that's called himself Kyle kind of start like packing up all of his things, um, and. Doru uh, stands and finishes off the, the liquid in his glass that y- you don't know if it's blood, bitch. Um, and he, he kind of gives a stretch and goes, well, you know, it's time time, time to sleep, I suppose, if we want to get our full designated eight hours. <laughs> Indeed, by the way, are you a vampire or not? Uh, yes, I am, fine, sir. I'll see you in the morning. Uh, I probably I won't. Don't know why I said that. Uh, okay, I... I, I awkwardly leave okay <laughs> uh yeah so you you've all heard this noise and like everyone seems to be kind of like taking the rest of their food like piling piling up plates um and some are taking plates of food with them back to their houses uh some are like putting them on the trolley with the the older woman that's there um when they're done with them and heading off and yeah it's it seems like it's it's sleepy by time for for the village of Barovia. I return to the guys as we were headed to the pub. I expertly deduced. <laughs> it was tough, but I figured out that that guy is a vampire, even even in even in real life. Great work, Pancho. Good. 
I don't, I don't know if that's better or worse. I, I, that's what, that's, I feel exactly the same. I wanted to know, but now I didn't, now I just, now I know that and well, here we are. <laughs> don't know what to do with that information. Yeah, as you, as you head into the tavern, you see the, the bartender, um, he's got like one of those like olden timey caps on, you know, like with like the little, like, like little pointy ones. Like he should have like a little candle in his hand, but he doesn't. And he looks about ready to sleep and goes, oh, sorry, but sorry, before you go to bed. And just just then he gets distracted as like there's like a, a flash of purple light and two like letters seem to just appear on the the bar on the bar. Um, and he goes, oh, it's been a while since I got one of these. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, I, I've been a boy to let you know um, in case any of you are interested. Um, uh, but keep this on the download. We have uh, an opening for uh, the love interest of Strahd. If any of you are uh, <laughs> interested, uh, he looks over at Fang. Not you. Uh, very, very, very clear about this. That is a PR nightmare that we are not ready to deal with. Fang looks a little offended. Like, just like, not interested. <laughs> like, not even a little interested. We've got one currently, but uh, if you have met her... She is, um, you'll know why we are maybe looking for a replacement. Yeah, maybe. Are you talking about Ismark's sister? Ah, yes, the the dear... Irina. Irina, yes, you read that beautifully. Pancho reads it from his hand where he wrote it. It's smudged and she's... Oh, absolutely. Looks like Irina. She was, uh, she's a lovely... Lovely girl. And he kind of, uh, like, trails off and starts opening the, the two letters that he got. Entertain me. What does Strahd look for in a woman? Does it have to be a woman? I ask. <laughs> <laughs> Second question? No, does not have to be a woman. He's a fluid boy. Uh, as for what he looks for, as with everyone, he enjoys a good personality more than anything. Someone that will entertain the crowds, he likes someone that uh, compliments his personality, bounces off him. It's the witty repartee that really makes this show what it is, you know? And like, if he doesn't like your personality, so like this Irina who you cast, what happens to her? I guess that's up to you guys what happens to her next. Uh, that's kind of in your remit, I guess, now. All right, cool. That's all I had the questions about. You can go now. Read your letters. What are your letters? I'm interested in letters. He looks at him and goes, well, my dear girl, looks like uh, I've got fan mail for the first time in years. You see like a little joy on his face. He goes, um, I, I assume that uh, starting soon, you guys will be receiving some, uh, because you are the, uh, the adventurers, there will have to be redacted a fair bit but uh other than that uh i i would expect you to be fan favorites in no time aside this is the part that i've written in in case anyone wants to contact us over at half damage <laughs> and write fan letters to oh my God. the wonderful cast of half damage nice. so if you want to write a nice. fucking fan letter it'll get read out that will be hilarious that's so oh good God. oh i love that okay guys we need people to write in come on <laughs> This is so good. It's so good. It's such a good thing that I've done. Thank you. <laughs>